Welcome to another episode of Creole Lux Royal Conversations. Here at Creole Lux Royal Conversations, our podcast is dedicated to having notable people who have make an impact on the community and to the world. This episode, we have a local artist and writer who has dedicated his life to a number of things in the community. First, I want you to introduce yourself. Well, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Marcellus Hudson. I'm a filmmaker and actor, writer, um, director from Trinidad Gardens, Alabama. Mm, sounds good. So have you lived here all your life? Um, no, I haven't. So I was born in Mobile. Um, and then when I was six years old, I actually moved to Germany. Mm -hmm. um, I stayed there for a couple of years, then I moved to Texas. Then I moved back to Mobile when I was about 13 years old. Okay, sounds good. So how did your experiences living outside of Mobile and returning at the age of, you say, 13? Yes, sir. How did that uh, shape and impact your life? Um, it made a big difference. I noticed that when I left the, my friends and the people that I knew, um, just being in a different environment, seeing right. different things, we kind of um, grew up different. Right. Um, and so it just made change my perspective on the world, change my perspective of people. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it really just changed my whole point of view just changed everything okay notably you are into music and you have an artistic beginning Definitely. so how did you first get involved into let's say rapping right. and music in itself uh, um well i remember i actually fell in love with music probably the first time i fell in love with music my um stepfather he actually had a big you remember the old cd cases i do um <laughs> and so he had all the CDs, everything yeah. from Juvenile to Anita Baker to right. Michael Jackson, Prince. Right. So, uh, and he had an awesome, like one of amazing studio uh, stereos. Mm -hmm. So I just love just going in there. I just take a CD, I put it in stereo, and I just listen to all the music, all different kind of music. And that's when I actually just fell in love with music. Awesome, awesome. So tell us about what were um, the pivotal moments and influences that led you down that path, other than what you just mentioned. Um, music just really just try to express myself. Um, I just try to find some kind of positive way to express myself and release anger. Um, so when I was growing up, I know one of my rappers that I used to listen to that actually got me started wanting to be a rapper was in like Eminem. Um, even though I didn't relate to the topics and the things that he was going through, um, I kind of just focus on. Um, so I used to just rap his songs, stream it loud. You know, some of the songs he'd be streaming. Yes. I just do that. It just made me feel better. So I was like, wow, so this is a way, like an outlet that I can use. Right. Um, instead of doing something negative, exactly. I could just put it in the music. And um, it's a positive outlet. And mm -hmm. that's why I started. Encouraging, encouraging. Now, listening to some of your music, and we've done a little, you know, checking, and oh, we love what you're doing. So your music, it often reflects deep faith and commitment to the community. So how did these experiences, especially in Trinity Gardens, where you're from, how did it shape your lyrical themes and messages? Um, really, I just wanted, I wanted to focus on just empowering my community, mm -hmm. um, empowering the people. And so the themes that I usually rap about is just about that, just about empowering people, um, right. educating people, um, as well as explaining my faith mm -hmm. and where I'm currently at like in my life. Um, so I try to be as realistic as possible. Right. I try not to sugarcoat that much. Because um, I feel like once you sugarcoat things, it kind of misrepresents, um, it gives like a a misrepresentation of who you really are. 
Um, so I just feel like to be as real as possible and just explain what I've seen, where I've come from, and where I've been. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, we do notice that you're all working on a very important project. Yes, sir. Gammon. How do we say it? Gammon or Gammon? Uh, Gammon. Gammon. The interactive film. Yes. Okay. This is a unique project. And being an interactive film where viewers can choose the outcome and the lead characters, that's different, that's important. What inspired this innovative approach to the storytelling of this movie? Um, well, before I was a researcher, I was a researcher for a university here for about maybe eight years, almost a decade. Mm -hmm. So we were doing um, participatory research. Mm -hmm. So what that is, is actually just getting people in the community involved in the actual research process mm -hmm. itself. Right. Instead of having a university come in the neighborhood and just do their research without involving anybody in the community. Right. Um, and so that just taught me the importance of actually involving people okay. in things. So I was like, um, I wanted to take that approach pretty much with everything that I do, especially movies. So I was like, um, what kind of way can we involve the viewers to actually make decisions and change the outcome of the movies? Um, so that really pretty much motivated me to just try to see, okay, well, let's do a choose your own adventure. And then back in the day, I had those um, choose your own adventure books exactly. where you could um, pick different things and tell you to go to this page and go to this yes. page. Um, and so I was like, that'd be awesome if we could do that with film. And so that's awesome. that what made me try to do that. <laughs> that's very impressive. And you're filming in Trinity Gardens, correct? Some, yes, some well, of the majority, it? I say probably like 95% is going to be in Trinity Gardens. Okay. That's the neighborhood where you grew up, which is uh, must be a personal experience for you. Tell me this: How does this setting influence the narrative and set the tone for Gammon? Um, well, it just it pretty much is like the core of what the movie is about. Because uh, all the movies that I liked before, all the so-called gangster crime movies, right. um, we rarely see movies like that in the South. They read like in New York or mm -hmm. L.A. or mm -hmm. California. Um, so I was like, uh, I always wanted to make a movie in the South, mm -hmm. um, show kind of show how we live and the things that we go through as well. Exactly. So um, having it in Trinidad and just dear to my heart, and mm -hmm. um, is actually trying. I really just want to empower the people in the community and get them involved as well mm -hmm. um, to show that you know, hopefully it might be like a place where people come film right. their own movies. You know, sounds good. Yeah, so let's go. Okay, very high caliber there. This being your first feature film and taking on multiple roles, which you are in the film, including starring in it and um, acting and writing and directing everything right. that you're doing, how do you manage all the challenges and pressures that come along with that? Um, well, to be honest, I'm really still trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, um, but I have a great support system. Um, I have great people around me. Um, as well as I'm going to recruit some other crew members um, okay. to build a small team. Um, they're going to be able to assist me with it as well. Okay. Um, but I just stay prayed up. Um, and you know, my whole thing is staying committed. So exactly. I, I made a goal for myself and I know that I'm going to do it. So what I have to do it by myself or mm -hmm. I get help with it, either way it goes, I'm going I'm to accomplish it. So Sounds good. I just had to stay committed to it and I had to just do it, basically. I admire your passion with that. We did notice that you're implementing something that's new. I know it's new to me mm -hmm. and new to a lot of other people. The NFT concept. Right. The concept of an NFT payment model where cast and crew, they receive a percentage of royalties for the film indefinitely 
right. that's groundbreaking. So how did you come up with the uh, sustainable and equitable financial model for that? Um, well, one way is because, uh, you know, right now they're going through a strike with Hollywood. Right. Um, and I also wanted to give actors and crew ownership of the actual project right. itself. So it's not just my movie. I want it to be our movie. I want it to be our thing. Okay. Um, so that was one reason that I wanted to do the NFT model, as well as give them, um, you know, royalties forever. Um, and okay. then what that also do is that also motivate the crew members and the cast to give their all and to promote it as well because we're all in this together. Right. It's all a, it's all our project. It's not just one. It's not just my project. It's right. not just my thing. Um, so being that, I just thought that they'll be uh, motivational for the cast and crew right. as well as myself. Um, and they'll make it a team effort instead of just it being all me. And I, I reap all the benefits. I want everybody as part of it to be with all the benefits. And um, I know it's kind of different because um, we aren't getting paid up front. Right. Um, however, I think that um, after this, once I believe my movie, I believe it's doing well. Mm -hmm. So I would use this to actually finance my next film and my next right. project. Right. Um, where I am able to pay people up front as well as do the same thing and give them lifetime royalties also. Awesome, awesome. It's pretty impressive. Thanks for that breakdown there. Yeah. All right. Let's say, given the outgoing actors, we talked about the um, Hollywood thing mm -hmm. uh, as far as the strike and everything that's going on. Right. How has this affected you and what you're doing? You're an in, you're independent filmmaker, maker, yeah. especially as you work on your ambitions and this project. This is an ambitious project, right. Gammon. So, has that affected you in any way with your upcoming um, project? It hasn't affected me really per se, but. It's actually gave me, I feel like, a lot more um, uh, ability, like opportunity, just okay. to just to make the movie myself because I don't yeah. have to go through a main producer. I don't have to right. listen to a main company or anything like that. Okay. So even if they're going through a strike, I can still do everything myself if I need right. to. Right. Um, so I feel like just being an independent filmmaker and being able to do things myself um, and create my own rules. Mm -hmm. Um, create my own way, it gives right. me a little bit more freedom. Um, so I don't have to worry about any strikes or anything like that. Nice. So I think nice. right now is the opportunity for all independent filmmakers to be able to create um, while while they aren't even creating, uh, you know, <laughs> main productions. Right, exactly. Well, that's good then. You find a way to weed through that and work around that. Yes, sir. So just, like with, uh, just like with COVID, you know. Yes. Um, when a lot of things were shut down, that was a time where creators were able to express themselves and still put out content mm -hmm. um, when other main companies weren't able to. Okay. So I feel right. like it's just giving us um, opportunity. Just it's a just an opportunity. Yes. To yeah. to do you and be creative. Mm -hmm. and I'm, so I'm trying to take advantage of that opportunity as well. That's good. You, you really are. You're doing it. You know, it's most impressive. A filmmaker. You're known as an auteur. Yes, sir. <laughs> Aren't you a filmmaker? You're taking on multiple roles, man. Producing, acting, you're doing it all. Right. How do you maintain a cohesive vision for your projects while wearing so many hats? Would you do well? Uh, <laughs> right. Oh uh, well, what I do is I actually I take input from anybody. Like I listen okay. to anybody, whether it be the smallest person in the room or the biggest person in the room. I listen yeah. to anybody. Listen to all kind of criticism, mm -hmm. um, recommendations. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm doing majority of the filming and um, writing and everything myself, if they have anybody have any suggestions or anything like that, I'm gonna take it into consideration. Okay. I'm not the kind of person where I'm like, um, 
well, now nah, I'm not just going to listen to it at all. I might not do it. Exactly. But I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to consider it. Okay. Um, now I have a number of people say, hey, now nah, this is not what we want to do. Of course, I'm going to go with the majority unless it's just something um, that I feel like we really shouldn't do. But I'm all about teamwork. I'm all about um, everybody expressing themselves how they want to express themselves. As far as just like with the actors, mm-hmm. um, I wrote the script. So I'm giving them free ability to, you know, tweak it how they want to tweak it. Right. Create the character how they want to create it. I'm not. So uh, I'm not putting them in a box and say, okay, I want you to be this way. I want you to be that way. Mm. You have the ability to actually make it your own. Right. And I'm, I'm all about um, just having you create it and make it your own because that's going to, to me, that's going to make the movie even better. Right. Once you're going to get you more involved in it as well. So, okay. I'm hey, all Excuse me, that's most humbling there. That's a humble approach that you're taking towards it. You're doing all this, you know, wearing all these mini hats for Gammon and your other projects, doing almost everything. It's a colossal task. What drives you and takes you, uh, takes on such a multifaceted role, and how do you manage the workload and responsibilities in addition to it, which you've already told us? Um, I just try to stay organized, Um, try to schedule out everything that I need to do. so right now I'm just going through and actually making a detailed schedule of what I need to do when I need to do it mm-hmm. um, and what I need. So I just try to stay organized and then mm-hmm. to meet up, that's that helped me out a lot. It can be challenging, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> challenging. It's a lot of stuff, but yeah, somebody has to do it. Exactly. <laughs> might as well be you. Right, might as well. You. There you that's go. It. All right, let's, let's look ahead a little bit here. Okay, okay with Gammy being such an ambitious, ambitious project, what are your hopes? And your aspirations for the reception. What do you and how do you want it to impact? What um, impact do you want it to have, rather? Yeah, I have high hopes for it. Um, not just because it's my movie, but just because of the way that I'm going about it, um, the kind of film it is. Um, I actually think and I hope that it'll actually change the way people view films altogether. Right. Um, as far as the model where you're able to decide the outcome and actually. It's kind of put you in the director's seat as well. Right. And let you make the decisions. Okay. Um, so I just want to change the way films are being watched. Because um, I know growing up, I always watched the movie and say, well, I wish they can, I wish they did it this way. Yeah. Or I wish they did that that way. Right. Um, but you never had the opportunity to. You're right. So now you're able to actually choose. And then you can see um, the impact that your decisions have on the actual character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of complex. Right. But I believe that... Um, to me, I, I love it. Like if I could watch my favorite TV show and decide what the main character does, right? I'll be more involved in it. Right, right. Definitely. So I think, um, yeah, I think the impact. I believe. Um, I believe. Hopefully, I believe it's going to impact a lot. It's going to change the way films are watched, the way films are made, uh-huh. um, and the way films are financed as well. Mm, okay. Yes, Sounds good. All right. With that being said, are there any other? Um, innovative film or music projects that you consider working on in the future uh yes sir so i have some tv shows coming out um okay. i have a sitcom that i'm very loosely based on my life as well coming out okay um called the book sitcom that's the unofficial title right now okay um so i have that i have a cartoon i plan on working on as well okay kind of detailing um my journey to la after i won the film contest right and um just being in la is being a rapper, being a director, and being in that environment. Um, so I have a cartoon coming out as well. Then I have a drama, like a crime drama coming out okay. too that I'm working on, based in Mobile. So majority of my shows and movies right now, I'm basing it in 
this area in Mobile. Okay. Um, because like I said, I love I love our community. And I feel like Mobile right now, as far as music and media and film and everything like that, where we could be like the next epicenter of media. If okay. we really, because um, we have so many talented people here, from rappers to actors to directors right. to filmmakers, like we could actually be the next like Atlanta. Okay. Um, so that's my goal is to bring um, the focus more on Mobile as well as because um, they film a lot of films here too now. Mm -hmm. Listen. So it's my goal, just bring more business to Mobile and to my community. Okay. Pretty impressive. That consistency is going to pay off. And it's, it's looking good. Okay. Uh, let's reflect on something here. Reflect on your journey from your earlier years mm -hmm. in Trinity Gardens uh, to your current endeavors. What advice would you offer to young, uh, young artists aiming to break boundaries in this field and in other fields that are attached or connected to what you're doing right now? Um, my main advice is to stay committed. Like, if you have a goal, you have a dream, stay committed. Um, nowadays, with technology, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, you can create your own film with your phone. Right. Like, you don't need a um, professional camera. You can create it with your phone. Mm. You can record music on. You can you can do pretty much anything um, that you want to do, and it doesn't have to cost that much money to do it. Mm. Um, so my main thing is just stay committed with your goal, and if you have a dream. Stay with it and don't let anybody tell you no. If they tell you no, then just do it yourself. Right. Um, they have so many YouTube videos, so much information out on the internet right now. There's no reason for you not to be able to learn to do what you don't know how to do. So if you aren't, if you don't aren't able to get a crew or aren't able to find other people willing to assist you with your dream, mm -hmm. do it yourself. It's going to be more work, but it'll all come out. Uh, it all benefit you at the end, I believe. Okay. So that's that's my approach. I took anyway. Okay. See whether it, I'm by myself or not, then uh, I would always say uh, I could do it by myself with God's help. But it'd be better if I had a team with the same dream. All right. Yeah. So that's that's my motivation. Okay. That's I feel motivated by that right <laughs> now. So that's good advice for any other upcoming artists that want to get into that field. That's good. Yeah. That sounds good. So authenticity, it seems to be your core value in your yeah, work, yeah. and it's most commendable for that. I want to commend you on that. So how do you ensure that projects, especially ones deeply rooted in personal experiences like Gammon, mm -hmm. who we're talking about here, remain genuine and true to your vision? How do you do that? Um, like I said, I just say try to be realistic as possible um, and try to not speak on too many things that I don't know personally. Right. Um, I usually write or talk about things I've seen or lived through myself. Right. Um, personal experiences or if I know somebody else that lived through it and I've talked to them I try to do it that but I try to be as um, original as possible and just as try to stick to the core mm -hmm. and stick to the truth as much as possible okay. of course you might add a little razzle dazzle in there you know to make it more entertaining <laughs> yes but yes I always try to stick to that core um, of whatever I'm doing okay very impressive this is it was actually an honor to sit here and talk to you about everything that you have going on, and we're going to try to definitely stay connected and Thank close you. to what you're doing. You're highlighting a lot of things in the community, and uh, your work is, is, is unmatched. So we really appreciate your contribution to the community and to the film world, exactly. So you've gone far. You've had a lot of a lot of things that you've done, right. and we want to commend you for it, and it was definitely worth, worth having a royal conversation because that's what you deserve. You deserve royalty for your contribution to the community. Thank you. And we want to tell you that we appreciate you for that. 
Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. It was an honor to have you. We look forward to having you again on your upcoming projects. Oh, most definitely. All right. Sounds good. Okay, with all these projects that you have going on, which is very impressive, let everybody know how can they connect with you and maybe they want to, you know, be a part of the casting call or be involved in the movie. We mentioned the uh, NFTs. Mm -hmm. How can people connect with you so that they can hone in on what you have going on and be a part of it? Well, you can find me on, on social media at um, Batman Boy Buck. That's on Facebook um, slash Batman Boy Buck, Instagram Batman Boy Buck. It's really Batman Boy Buck on everything. Okay. Um, so you can you type me in Google, it'll bring up all my contacts, information, and everything like that. Um, as far as the casting call, we are having one more casting call coming up. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to start recruiting people for the crew as well. Okay. Um, and so that's one thing. I'll have all the information on my Facebook and on my YouTube. Okay, honorable. Honorable, that's good. This is a great conversation we had here. We look forward to seeing what you do further in your community. We're looking forward for that movie, Cammy. Thank we you. want to see that come out and we want to see it grow. Sure, thank and you. You have our support. Thank you. Thanks. All so right, much. definitely. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to episode two of Creole Lux's Royal Conversation.